Welcome back to another episode of Making Sales Simple Podcast. Today we're in the studios with LJ Obenauer, Patrick Boyle, a returning guest, and myself, Gary Boyle. And today, LJ, you're gonna be giving us some new tips and tricks for the sales industry. What you got for us today? I do, and this was something I learned way back when, when I first started making phone sales. And this was the biggest thing for me that was a game changer. And it was the fact being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And what I mean by that is making sales is an uncomfortable thing to do. It is not natural. Now there are a few people, there are the exceptions to that, that they are a natural salesperson. They're a natural people person. Most people are not a natural at that kind of thing. And it's going to be very uncomfortable. And for me, making phone sales was even more uncomfortable because I can't physically see that person. It's very hard to connect with a person when all I see is a microphone. <laughs> all yeah. I'm hearing is a voice. It's very difficult to connect with that person. And so in the beginning, when I started, I hated making cold calls. I hated it. I would do anything I could first to make cold calls the last thing I had to do because I was uncomfortable doing it. I did not like it. And until someone had told me, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And what I realized is, okay, it's a mindset thing, which goes back to the podcast where we talked about your three Ps, right? And part of that is a mindset preparation of before you start the sales, before you walk onto the sales floor, before you pick up the phone, the preparation. And part of the preparation is mental, getting ready to be uncomfortable. And so for me, getting ready to be uncomfortable literally means sitting down with my phone in front of me, saying to myself, I'm gonna be uncomfortable for the next three hours. <laughs> yeah. I, I do have a question. Do you remember the three Ps? It was preparation. Uh, yes. It was presentation. Yeah. Yes. And then it was something about asking. The petition. 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 Yeah. petition. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good with remembering like hey. acronyms or things. Sorry to put them on the spot. But I, was just <laughs> but I remember presentation. Are you that uncomfortable was what stuck now? out to me. Uh, just a little bit. It's my face red. <laughs> you need to be comfortable with uncomfortable. <laughs> but I understand that 100% because I am what you just described. Yes. We are both introverts. Yes. Uh, people don't believe that, you know, of course, now that I've come out of my shell a little bit, but I have gotten comfortable with being uncomfortable. Now, I've never heard that term until, you know, Brother LJ here sharing that with us, but I didn't understand what that was. I always thought like maybe that's something that it's just me. I'm not a good salesperson or uh, whatever the yeah. justifying was, was I just can't do that. Yep. And then you realize that the good salesperson on that same floor is not comfortable doing it either. No. Yeah. And they're just putting themselves out on the front line and you put yourself out of the front line enough, you're going to get sales. Yep. And the comfortable salesperson is sitting behind the desk. Yep. They're sipping their drink yep. and they're waiting for them. Well, if they, if they want me, they'll, they know I'm back here. Hey, if you need anything, I'm over here. Yep. That's a comfortable salesperson and they're not going to be a very good salesperson. And I, and I can think back to even my career in sales many times, even today. I still get uncomfortable going and talking to a customer. Yes. I see the customer walk through the door and I'm like, oh man. And then, <laughs> and then you talk to people like, oh man, you know, Gary, he's not afraid of anything, but it's just pushing myself out there yeah. because I know if I don't push myself out there, I'll go back to, if you watch my first podcast of my story of not selling because I was comfortable sitting behind the desk, not getting anybody's business, waiting for the customer to come to me. And then it was through a mentor that said, 
not those exact words, but basically get out there and get uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. You know, get out there and get in someone's face and talk to them, become their best friend. And then it's just like anything else, right? When we, and I don't know about you, but when I first started dating, it was like, I could not go talk to my wife. You know, it was like, oh man, you know, and, but then once you got to know her and she became your best friend, the conversation is just easy to pick up where you yes. left off and it's just flows. And, and so I liken sales to that. It's like that first initial, but here's the thing. The customer feels the same way. Right. Yes. Right. So part of being comfortable with being uncomfortable is everyone's going to have a level of uncomfortable or a level of fear going into sales, especially when the customer walks in the door or they actually answer the phone. There's a moment of hesitation that everyone has where it's like, okay, this is real. This is about to happen. But you also have to realize they feel the same way, mm -hmm. right? When you look at it from the customer's perspective, when we're talking about retail sales, they're walking in the door and they're probably thinking, oh, I have to deal with a salesperson, right? And they're going to be a little bit uncomfortable dealing with a salesperson unless you're comfortable with being uncomfortable. You're the way you settle the conversation and you ease into it. Mm -hmm. It's going to reflect on them. If you go into the conversation tense, they're going to become tense. But if they're tense and you're relaxed, it's going to force them to relax and ease into the conversation. And it does happen over the phone as well, where I may pick up the phone and immediately they're kind of like, what do you want? It's a cold call, right? So they have no idea who I am, but I'm talking to them friendly. I'm smiling when I'm talking to them, even though I'm totally uncomfortable and I hate the fact that I'm calling them. I'm smiling and I'm talking to them like I've known them for 10 years. And within 60 seconds, the conversation has totally calmed down. It's totally different than it was when the conversation first started. And being comfortable with the uncomfortable response of someone hanging up on you. Yes. You just, that's part of it. <laughs> so funny story, <laughs> because like I said, this was not always me. When I first started making cold calls, so I had a headset that I used. I didn't use a physical desk phone. I made it through my computer and I hated when people hung up on me. Now I was not a very good salesperson. I was not very good at cold calling. Going back to your episode, I was very scripted in the beginning because you have to start somewhere. Right. And I started scripted. And I remember a day, I did it twice, but this is the one I remember the most where it was just a rough day. It was a rough day for me because I didn't prepare. I was probably wearing sweatpants. I wasn't in a great mental state. I'm mad that I have to make cold calls, but I have to make calls because I have to make sales because it's my job. And I'm sitting here and I'm making calls and nobody's answering, nobody's answering, nobody's answering. This guy answers and the conversation first 10 seconds is just going really bad. And I can't remember the exact words that he said to me, but it was basically like, I don't want to talk to salespeople or I hate salespeople or something like that. And he hangs up on me and I took off my headphones and I threw them against the wall because I was just so mad at how uncomfortable I was. Like his words, they hurt me right? because it was like, I'm trying to do something that I'm not good at. And it showed to this guy. And I remember when I threw my headphones against the wall, pieces went everywhere. And I sat back and I was like, I got to get better at this. And the way that it changed for me was that mindset change of like, the way I'm going to get better at this is by just being comfortable. And through your presentation. And that's starting it. Yes, the first P. He, he forgot. I had to start. <laughs> <laughs> but, but think about this to those that are listening. Here you have three salespeople in the room. And I know you are very good at sales when it comes to closing and things of like that. We have car sales, furniture sales, things of that sort. But here are three salespeople in the room telling you 
we are uncomfortable. <laughs> Therefore, don't think it's only you. Let's say you're at the job and there's four salesmen and there's that top tier salesman where everybody's like, man, I wish I could be like him. Don't think for a moment he's not sitting there uncomfortable. A customer walks in the door and he's got to get up and he's got to put that smile on. Hey, welcome to our store. We're glad to have you. And the next thing you know, he's making a sale and you're sitting back there hiding behind the computer thinking, man, I wish I could be like him. I don't know how he does it. I'll tell you how he does it. He's comfortable with being uncomfortable. And being comfortable with people that don't necessarily want to do business with you. Like for me, right. that phone call for me was like the reality check of, I'm cold calling people. People are going to hang up. Like that's the nature of the beast. Like it happens, but you can't take that personally mm -hmm. against yourself, but you should take it as a direction of if you're getting that a lot, then you need to train yourself. Something needs to change. So I say with every rejection comes self-criticism. Yes. What could I have done differently? And then you'll find there are times where there's nothing you could have done differently. Right. And there are customers you don't want to close on. Because yes. even if you could get them to close, the headache's not over. <laughs> There's sometimes yeah. you just got to say goodbye. Those you cover in some of your making sales simple episodes, you know, where it's when not to close that sale, right? And hey, we're just not a match. But being comfortable with that, I'm going to ask for the sale, but they may say no. But it's a guaranteed no if I don't ask. Right. And so get comfortable with asking and get comfortable with a rejection. And you get enough rejections, you're going to get an acceptance. Yes. And, and I remember, funny story, I don't know if I've told you guys this or not, but that years ago I was selling cars, having a phenomenal day. I had sold six cars for the day. It's a Saturday afternoon. Wow. We're busy. And this is back when the Dodge Power Wagon first came out. And it's the Dodge Power Wagon and they're selling for MSRP. They're not discounting them, the whole yards. And I get this guy and he is just, I mean, I'm at six cars already out the door. We got customers there. We're having a great sale. And this guy is just beating me up over giving him a discount. And I've done everything. I've demoed the vehicle. I've shown him the vehicle. And uh, I'm just having a phenomenal day. And I get so fed up with this customer. And I, this is not a close. Do not try this close. <laughs> this did not gain me any ground. <laughs> but I remember looking at him and going, Mr. Customer, you came in today for a goodbye, didn't you? And he said, yes. I said, goodbye. And I turned around and walked out the office. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. He was not happy. Neither was my wow. manager happy. <laughs> but I knew that he was taking my joy away. I knew I had to figure out how do I get out of this. Yeah. Now I am not advocating for you. To, for <laughs> I'm you trying to think what the teaching yeah. point is. Here. <laughs> for you that are not listening, for you that are listening right now, do not do this. But what I should have done is figured out a way to get out of that and introduce another salesperson into that because right. I was getting nowhere with him, and right. so I was unlearned in that. We teach that through making sales simple episodes is when to know when to turn that customer yes. over to somebody else. Pass it on. I was all about closing another sale and I wasn't more concerned about the customer at that point. And so I'm just like, you're not buying from me. I, I got to leave you versus, Hey, let me find somebody that can help maybe explain it because sometimes we explain things and LJ can turn around and explain the exact same thing. Right. And someone gets what LJ saying, but yep. they don't get what I'm saying. Yes. And so being uncomfortable sometimes is introducing somebody else yes. into that scenario. And you may think, Oh, I can't do that. You know, why would I do that? But that's part of being uncomfortable. And from the customer's perspective, you have to understand if they're not getting it with you, they're uncomfortable. Whether they're voicing that or not, they're uncomfortable because the deal is not progressing forward. So you have to be comfortable enough to recognize that situation and do something to change it. Bringing in another salesperson, passing the ball off to another salesperson, 
whatever it is. So one of the ways that I physically prepare for being uncomfortable, it is a physical moment or moments before I begin making my cold calls where I sit down at my desk and I turn that mental switch on of, I know I am about to be uncomfortable and that is okay. And I have noticed a tremendous difference in the quality of my cold calls when I turn that switch on because I know that I'm more trained and more learned now than I was in past time. When I get the rejection more often than not, the rejection is not me. They're not rejecting something I'm saying or something I'm doing. I'm doing everything I can. There's nothing more that I can do. It's just, they simply don't want the product. It's not a good fit, whatever it is. And sometimes you need to take a step back when you get that rejection, go walk outside, go get a cup of coffee, whatever it is, take a refresh. But to your point, what you were saying, where you were having a great day and that customer put you over the edge, you can't let that happen. When you have a rejection, you have to hit the reset button and get right back onto the floor. Because if it's 10 o'clock in the morning and you're working a nine to five and you have a rejection, the rest of your day is gonna be garbage if you don't hit the reset button. And that's gonna affect the rest of your sales. And that's part of being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Rejections are uncomfortable for salespeople. It's literally the worst thing that can happen to us is rejection, especially when it's a hard rejection. But you have to understand it's a nature of the beast. It's what's gonna happen. When it happens, you need to have something in place. So for me, I sit at a desk when I make my calls. I get a rejection, I take my headset off, and I walk away from my desk for a few minutes. I go get a drink, I go outside, I hit that reset button. Because if I don't, you get into that rut. And when you get into that rut, it's gonna affect the quality of my calls moving forward. And I'm sure it's the same for retail. Yeah. Well, the thing to remember though, is the comfortable with being uncomfortable in a rejection standing point is a comfortable salesperson is gonna have 100% no closing rate. Right. Because they're never gonna ask. Someone's gonna come up and say, hey, can you ring me up? Well, that's not sales. Remember, we right. covered that before. That's not sales. Sales is not just ringing someone up. So a comfortable salesperson, if you never want to be uncomfortable, you'll be a bad salesperson. You'll still make sales, but you're going to be bottom tier because it's going to be people coming to you. But an uncomfortable salesperson is so comfortable with rejection that it's rejection, rejection, rejection. Yep. But you ask enough mm -hmm. and one of them is going to be a yes that you would never have got if you didn't get comfortable with the rejections. And so just remember that when you're out there making sales. And you might feel like, is it, why do I feel this way? I just, I can't stand, I know they're gonna say no, but I'm gonna ask anyway. Overcome that and get comfortable being uncomfortable. I like that statement. And that'll cause you to remember, if I don't ask, it's not gonna happen. And I'm just gonna be comfortable with asking and asking and asking. And yeah. one of those times, it will be a yes. And you do it enough, once you get used to being uncomfortable and you're asking and you see all rejections, you get enough rejections under your belt and enough closes under your belt, you can then analyze all these rejections have what in common? What can I right. do to change these? And right. that's what making sales simple takes and it kind of brings people into the scenario, things we've learned that we can help bring to your attention without yep. have this arsenal of rejections <clears throat> under your belt. You can <clears throat> learn from the little tips that we can give you to help just kind of take you to that next step. And so don't ever get to the point where you're only gonna be comfortable because if that's the case, you'll be a horrible salesperson. Yes. And so I like the, the point of the rejection, you know, you, you got to get past that. And then the reset. Yes. The right. So talking about that reset, I think about the MLB, you know, you have these MLB players that get up to the plate and they strike out. Yep. And these guys are paid millions of dollars and in some cases a lot of money and they're getting paid to strike out. 
But what do they do when they get back up to the plate with those guys? They have the mindset on the hit a home run. Yep. And it's one of the few sports that they're paid, even though the mistakes and the percentage of hitting the ball is slim. Right. You would think that every time a major league baseball player gets up into the plate and hits a ball, they're hitting a ball. It doesn't work that way. Right. And so I look at sales almost that way is every time you talk to a customer, you're not going to close that customer. Right. But you have to reset between customers. Yes. The customer is gone. Whatever it takes. Now, every one of us are going to be different on how we reset. Yep. You know, for LJ, it was, hey, I've got to get up. Yeah, <laughs> throwing the phone at the wall. Don't do that. When your boss starts. For, for the record, I do keep an extra set of headphones on okay, my yeah, desk yeah. now, just in case it happens again. But, it, it, you know, it could be, you know, good enough to go to the water cooler to get a drink. It could be going to listen to a podcast like this. Yeah. Maybe you don't have customers back to back. Like some industries will have customers every hour or every couple hours. And so maybe it's getting back in the mindset, putting that, you know, mindset back on getting to a podcast, watching a video through Making Sales Simple, watching a YouTube clip, you know, something yep. that triggers and gets you back in the mindset that rejection is okay. Yep. You know, so many times we're taught in school that rejection is wrong and reje- right. you don't want to be rejected. No, rejection is good. Yes. And let's learn from it. Yes, and it's so a teaching moment. Back to my original podcast, I had that yellow pad on my desk and I would write down every customer that I talked to and I knew I eventually knew what my closing percentages were and I knew my mindset became this rather than I have to sell one car today. My mindset was I have to talk to four people today because I knew at that point in time, my closing ratio was 25%. And so I knew if I talked to four people, I am going to sell a car. Right. And you say, well, what about what did you get to the end of the day? And you've talked to four customers and you didn't sell a car. Well, I knew tomorrow when I talked to four, two of them might buy. Right. Because the law of averages are going to take Statistics effect. Statistics doesn't lie. Right. Now, if I started falling below that 25%, I started asking internal questions. What am I doing in my presentation that's wrong? And right. now I've got to fix something here. And how do I go from 25 to 27 to 30, taking those small steps yep. and increasing my closing percentage? But we know 100% is impossible. You're never going to close everybody. Yep. So one of the things for me as well that helped change that perspective of handling rejections and also handling a closed one is what I call them, a closed one or a closed lost, is actually a YouTuber, Mark Rober, very famous YouTuber, does a lot of like scientific videos and things. He did a study a while back where he had a like an online game that people would play. And when they failed at the game in one group of people, they would be punished by removing points from their account. And another version of the game, they did not have points removed from their account. They only had points added when they won. And what he noticed was the people who had points added tried harder. They played longer. They played more games. They tried much longer than the people who lost points. The people who were disciplined for losing, they gave up much quicker. So I kind of have implemented that into my rejection strategy, if you will, is don't punish yourself when you get a rejection. Don't beat yourself up when you get a rejection because the only thing that you're doing is affecting your future sales. And so that goes both ways for your closed ones and your closed loss. When you have a closed win, celebrate. And I'm not saying go out and buy a T-bone steak for dinner tonight, but you should have a system in place, something that you do to celebrate the fact that I was comfortable with being uncomfortable and I won. I closed the deal, I landed the deal have something to celebrate and also have something to handle a rejection. When you have a closed loss, don't beat yourself up about it, analyze it and learn from it and then move on and go to the next one. 
And so for me, that's part of being comfortable with being uncomfortable is after I'm done being uncomfortable, those three hours of cold calls have passed. Is it, am I celebrating a win or am I analyzing a loss? And I have to do one or the other. Yeah. And that once again, goes back to keeping track you know, of our in-depth videos on making sales simple is teaching people to keep track. I've seen it in the sales industry over and over again. You'll ask somebody, Hey, what's your closing percentage? And they have no idea. And if you don't have a target in mind, you're going to miss right. every time. Yep. You've got to have a target. You got to have a goal. You got to have say, you know, like for instance, for me, it was, I knew that I've got to talk to X amount of customers within a month to hit a certain goal. And if I wanted to increase that goal that I had, then either A, I had to talk to more people or B, I had to figure out how to make the process better to right. close more sales. Yeah. Now, industry-wide, there will always be a number that you can maybe you max out at. Right. right. Because once again, people are not, maybe they don't like you. Yeah. Maybe they don't like your product. There um, are always those just looking. <clears throat> yeah. Right. But what we want to do as salespeople and what we want you to do is to learn to try to close everyone. So one of my things that I would tell myself mentally was, try to close every single sale as if it's my last customer. And so when I'm going with that approach, like this is my last customer of the day, I'm going with the mindset, like it's all over. Yeah. And so I'm giving it all that I've got. Once again, I'm respecting the customer, respecting their time, but I'm not afraid to ask for the sale now because I'm thinking I don't have another chance. If I'm going to make money, I got to make it today and I got to take care of the customer in front of me. And so learning to take care of that customer with that mindset, will prove you'll reap a lot of rewards from that so this will be a question that i have for you who've been in the sales industry for a long time have you ever seen a scenario where the employee says oh they're just looking i've already dealt with them mm. they're not interested in buying today they're going to come back you override that intercept the customer and close the deal has that ever happened yes it happens all the time. It yes, does. it does. I know it happened for me. I was just waiting to see. Yep. I, I kind of knew the answer. Yep. And that is because of the mindset. Yep. So if you don't close the sale, may it not be because you didn't ask. Right. There's the three P's, you know, the pre preparation, presentation, petition. May it not be because you weren't prepared. May it not be because you didn't present the product. And may it not be because you didn't ask. At the end of the day, they're always, you're not going to close 100%. There's no such thing as a 100% closer. So you get comfortable knowing that I'm not going to have 100%, but if this customer is walking out the door, it's not going to be because I didn't ask. Right. It's not going to be. And if you find yourself in the higher spectrum of rejections, that's when you do analyze. Here's another question I'm pretty sure I know the answer to, but in your years of sales experience, do you find yourself approaching the customers differently as you see something working or not working? And you're like, oh yeah, I'm finding more positive response from this. You fine-tuned yourself through the years, am I right? Yes, absolutely. And that's where programs like Making Sales Simple come in to catapult you ahead of us Yeah. to where you're not taking 30 years or 20 years of sales experience to take and learn. You can actually get some shortcuts, some tips. Like you said, those resets, I think the programs are designed to give you that fresh reset every morning. You just come in, you have that fresh reset, the podcast to give you that perk, but you're going to take those things and you're going to implement them and try just watch your averages and you're not going to know from one. You're going to have to implement it and you're going to watch your percentages go one way or the other. Right. Oh, hey, this is working. Right. I'm connecting better with customers. So I would say a lot of sales are not or don't happen because of the lack of work that someone wants to put in. Yes. They think yep. that once I become a salesperson, I've arrived. Yep. Okay? 
And I no longer need to practice. I no longer need to role play. I no longer need to watch videos. And I will say it's the exact opposite. You will find. Now, I have found also some top sales professionals will not want to tell you what they do (laughs) because they don't want you to be better than them. Well, in the the employment setting. In the employment setting, right. They're not going to help you as a fellow employee. Right. right. They're not going to be like, hey, this is how I, they're number one salesperson. Let me show you. Now, some will because some truly want the best for others. Right. But as a whole, what they want is them to be the best. And so what we're explaining from years of experience is it takes work. It takes putting in the time. It takes role-playing. It takes getting excited about the product you're selling, being prepared, the right presentation, asking for that sale. It takes that hard work. And it's sometimes tough because there are some times you're going to wake up in the morning and you don't want to go to work. (laughs) And so it maybe happens more often than not. And so now you have to ask yourself, how do I overcome that? Now, I can't give you this magic pill and say, this is take this and this will, you'll overcome you know, not wanting to get up out of bed in the morning and go to work. No, what I'm saying is you've got to figure that out for yourself. Right. And sometimes it's, maybe I need to go to bed earlier. Right. Maybe I need coffee made when I get up in the morning. Maybe I need to drive, you know, one thing I always loved to do was I always loved a longer drive to work and a longer drive home. It got me mentally prepared because I would listen to podcasts. I would listen to video training. I would listen to that on the way to work. And then I wanted to decompress on the way home. And so I would listen to more podcasts or something different or different music that I would decompress with on the way home. And so those are things that work for me, but they may not work for everybody. Right. And so what we want to do is make sure that we're getting the most value out of our salespeople and giving you the most value. And so don't just say, I do this A, B, and C, and now I'm a great salesperson. No, you've got to find time to it. You've got to make it work for you. We're giving you our advice of what has worked for us. And a lot of times... The advice we're giving you works as a general whole. You just got to figure out how to make it work. So I'm a systems person. I like systems in place, procedures in place. And that's what I'm talking about. Like if I have a bad call, I have a system in place. But I didn't come up with that system after my first bad call. Right. I came up with that system after time of knowing, okay, this isn't working for me. And I went through that hard process. I figured it out. But now if I'm talking to somebody, if you're listening and you've never made a cold call in your life, but you're preparing to make cold calls, come up with those systems beforehand. Yes. Because when you come up with those systems beforehand, it will make you a significantly better salesperson. And so to wrap, kind of wrap it up, we're out of time, but we talked about today is the rejection. Be okay with rejection. Yep. Learn to reset and then learn to review why you got rejected. It's okay to have rejection. It's okay. You know, it's perfectly fine. It's but then reset. Yep. And then after you've reset, review. Once again, thank you for watching today's podcast. Hopefully this has been helpful to you. Once again, you can always give us some feedback. Let us know what you would also like to hear. Once again, thank you for watching with Making Sales Simple.